0: This is Walk to Wealth, episode 97. The journey to wealth is a long walk, and some may walk quicker than others, but what good is sprinting to the finish line if you pass out when you cross it? On Walk to Wealth, we enlighten and empower young adults to build wealthy, abundant lives. They say the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and your first step starts right now. This is Walk to Wealth, with your host, John Mendez. Today's episode, I just want to give a big thank you to everyone who signed up for the giveaway and everyone who entered, everyone who supported. Thank you guys so much for supporting me on 100 episodes. Now, this is episode 97, technically, because there are a couple episodes that I didn't number. But Wednesday, May 3rd's episode with Rebecca Rose was the actual hundredth episode. So, thank you guys for everyone that supported me. Thank you guys for just coming along with me on this journey. Thank you guys just for being here from even if you weren't from day one, just wherever you came on on this walk to wealth. Thank you for continuing to walk with me, and I trust that this podcast has been helping you walk in your own in your own journey. So the winner of the giveaway was Rob Tracy Big. Thanks and congratulations to Rob. He's a friend of mine and he's been helping me out a ton. So I'm glad that he was able to win the giveaway. It was a ticket to FinCon. My two favorite books, Think and Grow Rich and I Will Teach You to Be Rich, a one-hour coaching session with me, one-hour coaching session with Brandon Godors, four-time author, national public speaker, and a replay to the First Steps to Wealth Summit, which is not available anywhere. So big shout out to Rob and let's get right into this episode. So if this is your first recap episode, what I do is every month I recap all the pros and cons of that month. As I always say, that most people wait until they're already out at sea for them to start sharing their journey. I'm sharing my journey along the way. So we're going to start off with the cons of this month. I'm not going to lie, April wasn't a really bad month. April was actually pretty decent. So here are some of the cons. So it's another month in the red, right? I'm still bleeding money it's been very tough to get by especially with signing the whale not really paying me that much and with this course stuff i'm spending a lot of time putting last pieces together so i can get ready to publicly launch it and then really take off so right now it's been really tough because i'm not actively promoting to sell the course cause i'm still putting it together so for the most part it's all done i'm working on creating my sales page and then from there i'm going to be working on getting the actual launch together so I can start getting some people in this course. But it was another month, man. I'm behind on the payment for my car. I had to tap into my investment portfolio again, which is something I didn't want to do. But thank God I had all that money saved when I did way back when, because now it's helping me stay afloat as I figure this out. And I'm finally starting to catch my stride. But it was definitely a month in the red. Also, um, I forgot to my promote my 100th episode I did on the podcast, but as I said, I hosted an in-person event, so I didn't promote entirely. Now, I end up letting you know how it went on May's recap, because that's technically in May, but I didn't promote anything at all. Another thing that I was pretty bad about this month, I did a lot of reflection. I realized I have imposter syndrome, but not in the way that most people think. I have imposter syndrome in a way where a lot of people, they're, you know they're scared, they're nervous, they're anxious, they feel like they don't deserve it, they feel like they didn't do what was necessary to get there, whatever it may be. They feel like that position isn't meant for them or they're not well qualified for the role that they're in. Like for me, I, I know I'm well qualified. I know I'm charismatic. I know I got the traits. I know I got the work ethic and stuff like that. So It's like, I didn't think I had imposter syndrome, but one of the things of imposter syndrome is pretty much you put too much on your plate. There's always a next task, task, there's, you always move the goalpost a little bit further. You don't give yourself enough credit. You constantly put more and more and more on your plate. You're constantly doing more and more and more because you feel like it's never enough. And when I went to a conference, I was able to find this out about myself. And it would just, was just so eye-opening to me. It's just like now it's just like working on you know, not putting as much as my, on my plate so I can have more focus, so I can use my bandwidth to help me grow the things that I want to grow. So that was one of the big eye-opening things. I realized I had imposter syndrome. And this journey, this walk, this whatever you want to call it, it is a journey. You're always figuring out more about yourself. You're always learning more about who you really are and some of the things you have to uncover. Because you sweep things under the rug for long enough that the deeper inside the rug you look, you'll find some things that you haven't known were there and were there for so long, but you weren't able to tell. So it's like it's it's hard to learn and look within because you have to face some of these things that might be uncomfortable and might be very challenging to face. So um, that's just some of the cons that I was pretty much going through this month. Now let's get into the pros because this month was actually a pretty decent month. It flew by super quickly though. Alrighty, so here are some of the pros for the month of April that I, I was able to accomplish. So I had three students enrolled in my course. For anyone that doesn't know, I have a marketing course for realtors, and I had three students enrolled. The price of the course is four ninety seven. So I made fifteen hundred bucks, which is a little something, you know, a little sun something. So now all in, I have eight students in the course, so that's super exciting. And we've been masterminding. We've I've been helping them grow, and it's something that's, as I said, taking a lot of time and bandwidth, but. As I finish putting everything together, I'm getting my sales page worked on, and then from there, I'm gonna have my checkout page and my thank you page, and just really work on making this as seamless as possible. I'm gonna re-record some of the modules in there, just because I changed the course name from Perfect Podcast Prospect to Course Creator Fast Track. So that is a whole little thing there. So I'm gonna change up some things. I'm gonna re-record some things, and so. That is super exciting because we're finally getting close to being able to get ready for lunch. The next thing, I attended Elevate, which is my second conference of the year. So this is my second time back in Orlando, which was super exciting. Orlando is always just like super nice and warm for the most part. Always nice to be in Orlando. And that was super fun because I was able to attend a conference. And then the last day, I was also able to go to Disney and go to, I think it's called World of Adventure or something like that, which was super fun. And so that was really exciting. I was able to speak at my first virtual summit, or my second one. I spoke at my first virtual summit live because the first one I spoke at was PodFest Expo Global, and that was pre-recorded. So technically, I, I mean, I spoke on there, but it wasn't live. This one was live, so that was amazing. I also did a speaking competition and came like so close to placing third, but I ended up losing off of two votes. And what I learned from those two events is that if you put in a lot another, enough reps in, within a short amount of time, you could really hyper, hyper speed your, your progress. And for me, I've been guessing a ton on podcasts. So so far this year, I've guessed that on a little over a hundred, 110 or so. And for me, that is like 30 minutes to an hour for each podcast interview that I'm hopping on as a guest. Mind you, I still have my podcast where I'm doing about 15 interviews a month, which are all close to an hour long. So it's like, I'm constantly getting all these reps of talking to people in and just practicing and honing my craft. So if you want to get better at something quicker, you have to put in more reps within a shorter, more confined time frame. Because what someone will do in two years, like some people, they'll guest on like 50 podcasts in a year. And that's a lot for them. That's about one a week. For me, I did that in three months. Well, two months, technically. I did 100 in three months, essentially. And so... Now I'm doing even more. I'm still doing a lot of podcast interviews. And it's like what someone is able to do would take normally two or three years to do. I did in three months. So now I'm able to fast track my progress because I just put in more reps in. Also, I guested on a ton of podcasts in April as well. It's starting to die down a little bit just because I stopped really pitching podcasts in early January. And I still have podcast interviews that I have lined up. So there's that. Uh, I taught a marketing class for my first office that wasn't my own, which was super exciting. I taught for an office in ATL. They showed me a ton of love. Uh, I taught another marketing class for this group of like people in like credit repair, real estate agents, real estate investors, and like vendors. And so I taught for them as well. That came from a networking event. And literally, that was on a Thursday night. That next day at nine, I taught the class for the first group, which was about 30 or so people. And the lesson there is like, stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready because if you're ready at all times, like for me, if I wasn't ready to teach a class, I could have fumbled that opportunity. And now me and him are in the works for potentially having me come back and to have a bigger class for like up to 300 people. So it's like stay ready because when you're ready and opportunities present themselves, you can capitalize on them. So stay ready. And then I also taught a class for – um. I'm I scheduled to teach a class for my local board of realtors, which is super exciting. I scheduled to potentially be speaking in person at my first paid gig. Now, right as of right now, it's currently in limbo because I fumbled, which I'll talk about in. So I'll be honest. So when it comes to paid public speaking, if you want to get paid to public speak, you never want to be the first person to say a number right you always want to ask them what their budget is and whenever it's possible you want to ask to speak directly to the people that are coordinating and um that sign the checks that way things could be a little easier so i mean i messed up i didn't know this was my first paid public speaking gig in person so for me i said a number and i said the biggest number i could say with a straight face and, and that's what you have to do because if they want to negotiate down I would gladly negotiate down, but you got to start off with the biggest number you could say with a straight face, because why not? What if they say yes? You never know what people's budgets are. But this is also why you don't want to ask. You say the first number because if people have a bigger budget, budget, you potentially are leaving food on the table. So that is one of the lessons I learned from scheduling this, and it's still being scheduled now. So by the time I do my May recap in June. Uh hopefully I'll tell you that I landed it and that's going to be for July. So that's super exciting. I also applied for the KWKC scholarship. Again, that's the $5,000 scholarship I won that I told you guys back in March. And I applied for a, another time. So we're going to see if I hopefully win this one because that's going to help me go to a couple events that I really want to go to. So there's that. Also, I went to a Latinos networking meetup. It was their first meetup. Ended up going a little late. I, bought a t- I didn't even buy a ticket because the ticket sold out, but I just showed up because I knew someone. I came with the Board of Realtors president here, Roxana, a good friend of mine. She's been helping me out a ton so far the past month. And I got, as I said, I lined up a class with them. After I teach that class, I may be lining up some sort of sponsorship slash partnership with these local board of realtors. And as I said, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So get in the room with the right people. Go to these networking events. Host your own networking event. Do whatever you can to get in the room with the right people so that you can start growing and accelerating your progress. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this recap. And I will see you in the next episode. You've now finished taking the first step. Now let us help you take the next one. Subscribe to our newsletter at walk2wealth.com. That's walk, the number two, wealth.com, so we can keep you moving on your journey. We'll see you on the next episode of Walk to Wealth with John Mendez.